Hey y'all, welcome to the Live, Ride, Learn podcast. This is your host, Sarah Hickner, and this is episode number one. Here we go. I can't believe I like clicked a few buttons and started a podcast. Shut the front door. So here we go. What in the world am I doing here? Well, first of all, I just wanted to share a little bit about myself so you can know who is this talking to you. So I will introduce myself introduce the podcast and get started with our very first episode. So my name is Sarah. I am a wife. Uh, I believe we've been married around 14 years. I've got, we have two kids together, um, both elementary age, just barely. We've got a kindergartner, is the youngest, and we're doing distance learning. So it's like, I don't really have kids in school. Um, you know, you wait years for this moment and then they're all at home. What the heck? Anyway, um, I also am a follower of Jesus. So if you don't like Jesus, you may not like that part of the podcast. But let me tell you, he's amazing. So um, that will probably come up within the podcast because my faith is one of or is the most important part of my life. Um, I have been riding horses For most of my life, I've been obsessed for as long as I can remember. My parents, while wonderful, are not horse people. And so I really had to beg, borrow, and plead my way into that. But now it's a huge part of my life. A lot of the stories that you'll hear are going to be horse-related, but I hope that it's a lot like a movie. You know, everyone can enjoy a good horse movie, whether you know anything about horses or care anything about horses. So... Uh, get excited for that. And um, I also have my own business. I've been in the direct sales industry for 13 years, I think. And I just love it. So I'm not going to talk much about that. But I have to say, that has shaped a lot of who I am. And it's been really important to me. And my business has actually taught me to like people. When I first started, I wasn't really interested in friends or liking people. Women seemed pretty mean and cat clawing. But thanks to my business, I have really learned to see people where they're at and to love them where they're at, which I think is huge. You know, we always go around judging ourselves and judging each other, usually pretty harshly. And so that my business has taught me to see people where they're at and to love them and to see myself where I'm at, y'all. We got to love ourselves. That's a huge part of this podcast. I just want y'all to understand like we've all got flaws. Every single one of us, even those of us that look perfect, we're not. Sometimes I worry that people watch me on Facebook and think my life is perfect because I'm having meltdowns about every third day since this distance learning mess started. Um, So that's a little bit about me. And so I'm just going to dive on in because... My inspiration for the first story that I want to share, it's something that happened years ago, but I was on Instagram yesterday and this girl so authentically shared that she had started struggling with fear. And I remembered a time when fear had really captured me and held me in. And I know that it's a really common thing, whether it's a horse issue or a life issue, a work issue, driving a car. I mean, whatever. Fear can really grab us. And and it's hard to let go um, or to get out of that vice grip. And so 
a little bit about what happened. This was right after I had had my first kid. I had oodles of emotional baggage anyway from having my kid and all the obstacles that came with that. Then uh, I had about six months off of my horse um, because of post-baby complications. I finally get on my horse. Um, I got to go out on the trail, which is a big deal because a trail ride takes much longer. My in-laws were in town. They were keeping the baby. And I felt so guilty leaving because that baby cried a lot. And I felt guilty leaving a crying baby basically with my in-laws um and so but I got out and I just I needed this I needed this trail ride and I decided I was going to do the longest ride that we normally do which is to go across this little mountain right by our farm and go out into a field and this was I was in a phase of life where my best friend who runs the farm she also had a pretty brand new baby and so our schedules weren't the same and we did a lot of riding by ourselves and so I was out by myself going across the mountain which I've always been a little hesitant about going on trail rides by myself. If you know anything about horses you know it's really not the smartest thing to do but sometimes it's the only option if you want to get out and so I took my horse who I'd had for several years at this point and um, we got all the way across the mountain into the field. And the last time we had been in this field, we had just, I'd gone with some friends and we had galloped, controlled gallop. I'm not even sure if we could call it a gallop. We might could call it a canter, which is like a little bit slower than a gallop for you non-horse people. We cantered, I'll say, through the fields in a nice controlled circle. My friends even videoed it and I tried to find the video on Facebook, but it was just this lovely outing. So I had this image and it was like my insides were feeling just a little desperate. And so I was like, I need this. I need this to feel like I'm good again and that I can ride. And we get out there into the dip of the grassy hill. So we're in like the valley of the hill. And my little horse, who's not that little, decided he wanted to gallop already. And I bluntly said, no, we're not galloping yet. You have to wait on me. And he got mad and started bucking. Like we were standing in one spot. And when a horse is bucking, I have to tell you, for those of you who don't ride, when you're moving forward, it's actually a lot easier to ride when they're moving because it kind of is part of their motion. But when you're just standing there and they launch into a buck, it's like you're on a pogo stick, except it's a thousand pound pogo stick. And my horse is a really talented bucker. And so he launches into a little bucking fit. And I, background information on me, have trained horses since I was a kid. I galloped race horses in college. I was always the person for, for all my younger years, I was the person that they would stick on the difficult horses to quote fix them. Um, and make them behave. I am was used to horses that were naughty and misbehaving. But for some reason, after having the kid, after the break, um, without riding for a while, I mean, I was just all in my head. And when he launched into that bucking fit, I got so overcome with fear that I couldn't feel my hands. Y'all, like, literally... The only sensation in my hands was tingling. And I remember looking at them and they were holding the reins, which is, you know, the straps that connect to the horse's mouth so you can communicate with the horse. 
I could see that I was holding the reins, but I could not feel them. I was so overcome with fear. And I just remember thinking, okay, if if I fall off here, is he going to run home? Then I have to walk miles home. Then am I, you know, is he going to get hit by a car? You know, like just so all the things. And I was like, I'm just going home. And I just turned and we went home. And he was kind of naughty on the way home, but he didn't do anything terrible. Mostly I was just panicking. And the thing is, is it wasn't an isolated moment that was over with. It was something that I allowed to linger and to fester. And I shamed myself over it. And I I was like, what's my problem? Why am I so afraid? What happened? I used to be this and I used to do that. And now I'm not that anymore. And I truly allowed this one random moment to define who I was as a rider. So I'm just pausing. This is a dramatic pause because I'm hoping that you're thinking of a moment that you have allowed to define you. And I just want to say it's a moment, y'all. It's a moment. It's not who you are. It was a moment. It doesn't make you as a mom. It doesn't make you as a dad or a daughter or a son or a horseman or a neighbor. It's a moment. It's not who you are. Okay, so back to the story. I allowed to let it define me. It hovered in my insides for years. Every time we would go on a trail, my poor friends basically probably felt like they were babysitting me because I would get so nervous and I would say, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I should do that. I don't know if we should trot right here or canter right here. Um, I'm worried what Silas might do. I mean, constantly they had to babysit me and I was just overcome by fear and it it affected all of my riding. And, and, it, and it created shame because that's not who I wanted to be but that's who I was, what I was allowing to define me. And so after literally years of this being a part of my riding and trying to overcome it and trying to be positive and trying to pretend like it didn't happen, um, but none of it was really working. I was sitting in my living room one morning watching the Today Show. And this was, there was a phase of life where I loved the Today Show and my son was now preschool age and I had a baby, um, baby girl and we were hanging out in the living room and there was this guy on and it's really fuzzy memory. I just remember how it impacted me to be honest. There was this guy who had, I believe, completed some insane number of Ironman races. Like, I think it was like up in the 50s or something. It was incredible. I mean, I can't even imagine doing one. And they were interviewing him and they, they were like, what is a piece of advice that you would give somebody? And he said something to the tune of, you're hearing voices every day. The most important voice you hear is your own And that was huge because at this point, I was always 
I dismissed my own voice. I dismissed the importance of me and my voice and was always searching for other people to affirm me and who I was to try to cover up how I felt about myself. And so in this moment, I realized my voice is powerful. My voice for me is powerful. And part of my direct sales business, we learn a lot about personal growth. And I have learned a lot about affirmations and the value of affirmations, but I had never heard it phrased like that. The most important voice you will hear is your own. And so within a couple days, I found myself back on Silas, back on that same trail that I had not been on in a couple years, probably, honestly, like I may have only done that trail once since the incident, because I did not want a repeat. And I didn't want to go there. And here I was, uh, with some friends in the back of the line as we rode our horses on this trail to the big field. And Silas was prancing and prancing. And I was just trying to be calm. And I remembered these words, the most important voice that you will hear is your own. And I just started to say in my head and under my breath, I am a brave and confident rider. I am capable. Silas is a brave and kind horse. We are good. And I said it over and over and over. And by probably the fourth or fifth rotation, Silas went from prancing, which is when they don't really want to walk calmly, to walking totally calm and flat-footed. My words had seeped into my being and into him. He felt the calmness because I was speaking it. I was the loudest voice. And so that was so impactful for me that day. And I, even though he calmed down then, I didn't stop. I said it, I think, the whole ride. And at first I said it with a sense of fear. But as I went on and I started to actually feel the words I was saying and believe the words I was saying and Silas was feeling and believing the words I was saying, then I was saying it and laughing in joy and in excitement instead of fear and trepidation. And so that that moment was defining because then as I moved forward with my horse and we've grown and we've gone and done things, I've released that fear and I've learned the tools to overcome it. For me, the tool is affirming in the moment, speaking with my mouth, honestly, louder than the voices in my head, the truth that I am a confident and capable rider and Silas is a confident and kind horse and we are good because there are moments that happen regularly when you're on a horse that you're going to be faced with things that are overwhelming at least if you're adventurous and as you know from my blog title we're adventuring together I love to adventure but adventuring often comes with leaving your comfort zone so that's my story and I just want to know have you ever had something happen that was scary for you do you have have things in your life where you've allowed fear to take over? And what are some affirmations you can speak to yourself in that moment to help you get through it and overcome it and get to the other side to release that fear so it doesn't linger over you because it's not who you are. That is not you. 
All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to my very first podcast. If you haven't already, I would ask that you subscribe. I am really excited for more stories. Y'all have had insane things happen to me in my life. Um, And I also have some amazing people in my life that I can't wait to interview and learn their stories and things that have moments that have changed their lives forever. So y'all have a great and powerful day and let's adventure together.